mission, make your decision. I hope to God that we get it. I'm speaking to my people, have my partners think I'm tripping. His grace sufficient, just having faith can make the difference. Take it day by day and be consistent. Self-examination, patience, praying while we waiting. GFN is more than just a statement. It's God, family, nation. All right, so can, can y'all hear me? I just I just came off. Oh, is this so, is, have, have I uncovered a great mystery? Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> can you hear me now? Oh, we can hear you, Zara. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Can, can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. I couldn't hear you before. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, right, he he so, was going down a he was making a statement. I didn't want to cut him off, so that's okay. why I said I asked him. I All right, so um, you got different blockchains. You got some that are private that you'll never know about. You got some that are public, you know, that are uh, open, that are not owned by anybody. You got some that are um, owned by uh, corporations. You got some that are owned or, or and operated by organizations, some non-for-profit, like just, just as many different type of companies and institutions that you have, you got just as many different type of owners in, of the blockchain, all right, in a sense, all right? And so... With you being, um, I don't know that you could really own a blockchain. Well, you could if you wanted to just start your own, you know. But in a sense, um, by you investing in certain cryptocurrencies, then that almost gives you um, not not so much as an ownership of the blockchain, but it, it's that's as close as you can get to having a an investment in that particular blockchain, so to speak. You know, if I if I own if I own XRP, all right, now I am invested in the success of the XRP blockchain network, so to speak, you know, because if that network does well, then my XRP value might go from twenty five cents or forty cents up to one, two, three, four dollars. You see what I'm saying? Based on how many people or how many companies decide that yeah. We want to use this XRP blockchain network in order to send remittances through uh, through our bank to these other countries, you know. Or if I own um, certain, I own enough Ethereum, then the more companies that choose to adopt the Ethereum network, you know, and use it for whatever they want to use it for, then guess what? The Ethereum the Ethereum price will go up. And therefore, my value of my Ethereum tokens that I own have now went up. You see what I'm saying? So that in itself, by you owning these certain cryptocurrencies that are attached to certain blockchain networks, that is how you would get you a piece of the blockchain, if that makes okay. sense. So, so can you can, could I or should I even try to invest in the blockchain directly? Like, I just want to invest in this blockchain. Cause I'm always trying to think. I'm always trying to get the highest high. You know, look at the highest point of the ladder, right? Absolutely. You know, get to the point of what's behind the curtain. I will give you an example of what I mean, right? When when I when we were um, you know, we we, we chose the, the name God Family Nation. You know, you got to go and, and research the name and everything. You're trying to get a uh a, a, what's it called the, the URL or the um mm-hmm. the, yeah the right domain, the name domain domain name. The, the domain name right so. I'm looking at these domains and, I, and I'm looking, you know, dot com is $3,000 for this and, you know, $2,000 for that. And I'm like, well, you know, how, you know, I want to, how, how can I sell domain names? Mm. You know, so that's what I'm trying to figure out. I, I, you know, I, I don't want to, I want to buy no domain. I want to sell domains because whoever's selling mm. these domains, 
is getting rich. So I'm like, how do I create domains to sell? And, uh, you know, and that seems to be a whole uh, another mystery. You know, somebody's like, well, you got to get your own servers and, you know, all this other stuff that I, I can't I'm not in a position to do right now. Mm-hmm. So but that's, you know, that's what I'm like. I, I need to know how, you know, you know, we, we go, you know, uh, invest in, in gold and silver. And I'm saying, well, the person I'm buying my gold from, where is he getting his gold? How do you get in the gold game? How do you get in the game to where you can buy and sell gold? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not, not, I don't want to buy it from, from market value. I want to buy it from the person that you're buying it from. Who do you get your gold from? Like, who, where's the mine in Africa that they're getting their gold from or their silver from or whatever? You know, that, and that's what I'm trying to get to, like, the, you know, to the, to the source. Well, I'm going to tell you, like, so this, uh, the whole blockchain thing, I'm trying to understand what's, like, what's the source behind the blockchain or of the blockchain? And so, how can we get to that point? Let me, well, let me explain this to you first. Uh, unless you're prepared to disenfranchise or demonize an entire population of people, uh, then you won't be able to you won't be able to outsource the sourcers. All mm-hmm. right. So don't so don't worry yourself over that. You know, it, ta- it takes a lot of disenfranchisement in order for you to reach a level of relevancy and um, and adoption that these chains are reaching. Uh, and also even in gold and silver also. Uh, but but outside of that, the blockchain in, in its simplest terms, I want you to imagine if um, all of us was watching a football game, we had but we had bet money on. Right. Mm-hmm. And let's say it's a it's 100 people in your house. Uh, we're watching this football game. And at the end of the night, we all wrote the scores to the football game down. OK. okay. And, you know, Zara, Zara won 100. Um, uh, you know, Corey Corey uh, won 100 uh, and, um, you know, you won 100, but I didn't win 100. Um, all of us wrote these 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 scores to the football game down on, on some paper, okay? All 100, 100 of us, and you guys were the only ones that won. Well, at the end of that night, we all went to our separate 100 homes. And I thought to myself, I want to win 100. Why don't I just change one of the scores on this football on these football games and I'll go back to to Rai tomorrow and tell them look y'all miss one I get to get a hundred you get what I'm saying right okay so the next day comes and I show back up at your house and I got my piece of paper in hand you have yours in your hand and I say look Rai when we were tallying up the score y'all left out this one right here so that means I actually get $100 out of that pot too. Now, Rai, you and I, we compare our papers. And of course, you look at mine and you see a difference. You see a discrepancy. And I tell you, well, Rai, that's because you wrote the scores down wrong. Now, Rai, you have the opportunity to call 98 other participants and compare the scores they wrote down on their paper with yours and mine's. You see what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, all those pieces of paper. That's what's known as distributed ledger technology. Mm. In order for me to try to deceive you, Rai, I would have to change the scores on my paper, sneak into ninety nine other people's houses while they're asleep, and change the scores on their paper before I could come and deceive you. You get what I'm saying? Right. Okay. I want you to. Okay. I want you to take. I want you to take that one hundred pieces of paper. And multiply it by 30 million, multiply it by 100 million, 
multiply it by 200 million. And now you can see the inherent and innate security of the blockchain yeah. on its first okay. level. So on its first yeah, level. Digital fail safe, digital fingerprints type there you go. that can't be replicated or can't be, mm, can't uh, be changed. Can't be changed. Yeah. It's, it's, called, it's called the immutable ledger. It's what we know as the blockchain. Now, on its second layer, imagine those 100 million or 200 million pieces of paper required individual eyeglasses to view each paper. If I tried to use your eyes eyeglasses to look at my paper, I wouldn't be able to understand the scores written down. I would need oh, to use Cordero's eyeglasses. There you go. So now yeah, we got the eyeglasses. Right. There you go. Eyeglasses equal encryption. So that's the second layer that you have. The third layer you have is anonymity, right? Anonymity. I can't say, Ra'ai, don't look at nobody else's paper because that's Zara's paper. If I don't know whose paper you're comparing or whose paper you're using to scrutinize uh, my and your scores, there's no way for me to assign any particular prejudice to Zara'i. Because you can tell me, this. how do you even know this is Zara's paper? Well, Zara got something against me, and if you use this paper, that's just you being biased. Well, brother, we don't even know whose paper this is. We just know that it was one of the 100 million people that was watching the football game with us last night. You see that? Yeah. So that's a, that's a third level of security. And it goes on and on and on when it comes to the blockchain or distributed ledger technology, which is but, why it's so important. But with that, now, that's not guaranteed with all blockchains. The anonymity yes. part. All right. Like like Bitcoin is wide open. Bitcoin is wide, wide open. open. So it, it could be looked if you look at the wallet addresses and your wallet address sent Cadero um five hundred um five hundred dollars value worth of Bitcoin to his wallet mm -hmm. and we compare his wallet address to one that received it, that can be tracked. All right, but to give you an idea of use case and value, because we're moving into a system where there is no more privacy and there is no more tax evasion, there is no more money laundering and things like that, at least as far as the government is concerned, you know, any cryptocurrency that does provide any type of anonymity, now that's a value. All right, because mm -hmm. as, as they see as they seek to remove privacy from us and to bring a bit uh, a heavier big brother 1984 type of system down on us you by nature are going to have certain individuals who are going to who are going to rebel against it you know well if i can't spend cash and i got to spend digital money i need to know what is my digital equivalent of cash to where you can't see what i'm spending there is one there's one right. that's a cryptocurrency called monero you know, it's mm. to the point, look, the IRS them put out a bounty that say, look, anybody who can crack Monero, we'll pay you like, shoot, was it like 150000 It might have been more than that. They offered a bounty yes, I to, think be it's more. to be able to crack that. Almost probably like, if I think about half a million dollars. Okay, so Monero is the new Bitcoin. Because this is... No, 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 Listen what I'm saying. Listen what I'm saying. In this sense, in this sense, not not like like replacing it, but in this sense, because from what I understood, when Bitcoin first came out, it was a black market currency. And the whole point and purpose of it was so that people could make transactions and not be tracked or No, 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 no. That was... No, no, that was never... That was... It was never where you could not track or trace it. Bitcoin is... When they say it was black market currency, meaning it was being used first chiefly on the underground and on the black market 
by yeah, by black people who participated, yeah, who participated in, in, in cybercrime and stuff like that. But it was still wide open, which is how some of them were able to get caught. Now there are ways and then it was just, okay, so back then it was just unknown. Yes, it, it was, was unknown. Right. There you go. And, and then there oh, was okay. uh, there were other things that you could do if you wanted to kind of anonymize your Bitcoin transaction. But Bitcoin by itself initially is still wide open. But with this cryptocurrency Monero, it is built specifically for that. You see what I'm saying? It works. It works with anonymity straight out the box. You know. So therefore, that is one that if you think there's going to be people who are going to rebel against their privacy being taken, you know, and and all these eyes being watching as far as their money and stuff like that, then that may be something that you might want to invest in. Because the value of that will continue to go up as more and more people start to flock to that to use that. Because I'm going to tell you, there's always going to be a black market. There's always yeah. going to be cybercrime. There's always going to be people, even like people now who say, no, don't don't trade on my rights. I want to use cash. Look, eventually, they're going to find their way to Monero. So Monero's going to mm-hmm. always be around unless they just find a way to crack it. And there's going right. to be other Moneros, too. There's going to be other things like that, too. Because that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Every system is always going to be a back door. It's always going to be you know, some some way in or around whatever they, they build, right? And that's the kind of the, I guess, the the uh, downside for them, for the government who's trying to take control of the whole situation is always, you know, there's always the, 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 the cracks. I mean, the cracks. you know, well, that's, you, that's you, one you, thing. Got, you got to understand, they need the cracks too because they yes. do dirty stuff. <laughs> they got dirty laundry. And look, they were laundering money through Panama and all of these loopholes and unofficial channels before the people ever got a hold of it. They were using us. You got to understand, when you talk about the dark net, that was created by the government. The government mm. created the dark net and tour, and they used it on black market channels through the Navy and the CIA long before the public got a hold to it. You know, So they need these things just as much as other people who don't want to be tracked them. So they ain't going yeah, to... Yeah, so one thing I wanted to say... Yeah. Go ahead, no, go ahead, Ryan. Finish no, I'm just saying, so these cracks and crevices and these back doors ain't going nowhere. No. No, no, sir. No, sir. One thing I wanted to say is that, like Zara said, uh, you can't expect that level of anonymity with, with all currencies. Uh, but I, what I do want to say is that, and that, like you said, uh, Ryan, I understand what you mean. There are there are going to be, um, you know, uh, alternatives, right? You're going to have more currencies whose focus is anonymity. But one thing I want to express to you and the audience and also the other participants in this conversation is that, uh, you know, you said something very chief in the beginning, right? Uh, When we were talking about the COVID thing, you said, you know, you don't want to put the cart before the horse. There's always an order to the operations. You know, there's always a, a step or procedure, whether known or unknown, that somebody's following or that you should follow. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you, when you look at it in that frame, um, right now, you don't want to focus on coins that offer you ambiguity. Okay? Uh, you, you, so you, you primarily want to look at... On that? No, sir. Not right now. Okay. Not, not, okay. not right now. Uh, that's not where your focus should be at the moment. At the moment, uh, because you can always transfer into those coins using all kinds of services as Zariah would have the detail. Um, uh, but... You can transfer into those services and utilize them uh, after you've established yourself uh, on the blockchain as far as with different currencies that you purchase. As an example, uh, you know, cryptocurrency has went through a range of adoption phases, 
right? There was a there was an initial uh, altcoin rush, where, where any, pretty much anybody who had a good idea was just creating coins out of thin air. Yeah, okay? I saw that a lot of people they, right. they took a lot of money from a lot of people, from a lot of people, and and, and it really it really uh, touched a lot of people in the wrong way. When it, in reality, it was never the cryptocurrencies or the companies that started them fault, but it was uh, upon each man and woman to do what's called due diligence. If you don't mm -hmm. see that a company has um, um, any kind of guideline uh, clarity, they don't have any. I just heard. I just heard an alarm or something uh, inside the inside the headphones. You. No, I can't. We can still hear you. Yeah, I don't hear. Okay, it, all right. Okay, um, so you know, there there was there was that, and so um, cryptocurrencies went went through you know went through that, and so what you what you have now is that um. What was I talking about? The guidelines. That, any oh, yeah. company, any company don't have these things. Yeah. These things. The, the I guess guidelines. They're legitimate. Yeah. There you go. The legitimacy of them, right? The guidelines. It just happened again. No, Daryl, are you on Bluetooth headphones? Yes, I am. Then your oh, battery, my battery might be dead. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Hold on one second, guys. I'm gonna. You got to let me back in because I'm finna. I'm gonna change to my. Regular headphones. Okay, yeah. So as soon as I see you pop back in, so let me ask you, uh, Zara, because I know we, we need to start trying to round this up. So can you summarize the connection? Because I'm still feeling like I'm a little shaky on the connection between the COVID, the crypto and COVID. So can you kind of summarize the connection, just so I can kind of make sure I have a firm grasp on this? All right. So what COVID is, in a sense, is is the the excuse that they need in order to implement uh, a new digital system to control people through the money, all right? Mm. Literally, all right? That's what it is. It's the excuse to do that. And so cryptocurrency gives you the, that's your best shot at being able to opt out of this, uh, out of the system that's going to result from COVID. Mm -hmm. mm. Can you guys hear me? Okay, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear okay. you. Okay. Yeah, so... Um... You know, the, the guidelines, along with the technological applications, uh, real world use cases, the relationships that they've built with other companies. And I mean, uh, Fortune 500 uh, companies and also uh, one second, you want to look at interoperability and the people who are developing the currency. That's your due diligence. That is your due diligence. So when you go to look at a place, a currency to purchase, you want to take those things into account. And admittedly, of course, that requires you to uh, to address the learning curve. There are certain things you're going to have to read, right? Certain places you're going to have to go <laughs> to get the information that you need, right? And trust me, I know we we had to do it, and it took it took us days and weeks uh, to, to to pour through the things that we needed because when we got done, we wanted a running list of cryptocurrencies that we would invest in and that we would recommend others invest in, right? And we took a lot of those things into uh, into account as far as their their guidelines. Technological applications, real-world uses, uh, company contracts, interoperability, and the development team, and things on, you know, so on and so forth. And so, you know, cryptocurrency had to go through that that heyday, heyday when anybody who had a idea, who was, if you if you felt froggy, go ahead and jump type of phase. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. now we're going into a phase where innovation and uh, uh, real-world use cases, um, regulatory clarity, and um, and contracts, you know, their interoperability with other currencies and well-established 
legacy companies and banking institutions. Those are the things that are going to um, ensure that a cryptocurrency is going to carry uh, not only itself and its own value, but also the money that you invested into it into the future. Right. And mm -hmm. after that becomes the main the main course after that. Right. And we all got to think about the future after you've already accumulated um, your cryptocurrencies, whether it's, you know, and we're going to go into some denominations, but, you know, after you've accumulated some some uh, some um, some currencies, you, you kind of founded yourself uh, on the blockchain. The thing that's coming next is going to be ambiguity. That's what's coming next. The ability to uh, to hide your transactions, not only yours, uh, but uh, sender and receiver. Right. So you want to hide uh, time, date, location and identities. Right. You want to hide those things. That's going to become that new hotness in the future. But right now it's really more so about you getting using your due diligence to purchase those currencies that can establish you. And then after you're established, figuring out how to um, how to make your currencies fungible. I mean, excuse me, not figuring out making your currencies fungible and transferring them between one another and other services. That's what's going to become important. Because you may not want uh, Kadira and Zara to know that you bought a ticket to uh, Nairobi. So we can't follow you. You see what I'm saying? Well, mm -hmm. if you use a certain blockchain, anybody, like Zara was saying, you have public and private ledgers. Using a public, a public blockchain to do that with, then, you know, chances are all we got to do is go look at the address and be like, okay, well, I was going to Nairobi today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's, there's an there's a order to the operations. You don't want to put the car before the horse. Right now, what you want to do is focus on establishing yourself on the blockchain and you worry about ambiguity after you've accumulated enough funds. Okay. So let me ask this. When it comes to investing in, in these different digital currencies, right, uh, one, one technique, I would say, that I thought was of value is to watch the money. You, you follow the people with the money. You look, you look at these billionaires and how they invest their money, and then that's kind of the way you want to follow too because the money, you know, money follows money money knows money so you know you look at the, the the people with big big money that's investing and see where they put their money and then you kind of follow suit is it has, has that been the same trend you notice when it comes to investing mm. in digital currency well i'm gonna tell you like this just being straight up with you that's that's exactly what it is that is exactly mm. what it is but follow i'm gonna tell you money. this now here's the problem with that here's the problem with that it causes you if you use that as your sole criteria it causes you to be reactive and not proactive. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you sit back you're and you're waiting to see what, there you go. There you go. Because most of that money that you're following, it was already spent five to 10 years ago. As an example, um, one of the currencies that Zara and I uh, invested in, um, they had a initial offering where I don't remember how much, who, how much was it that EWT put up for sale. It was some millions worth of of of, of their currency, oh. but it was sold in a in a private offering. Millionaires, billionaires came to the private offering and bought bought upwards of nine hundred and ninety nine thousand or uh, or ninety million of these coins before they ever hit the public market. Billionaire mm. companies, billionaire, billionaire companies already. Energy companies. All Energy companies at that. And they spent this money, you're talking about five years ago. And you wouldn't you would have never known because one, you don't have the um you don't have the income to know, and two, you don't have the annual leverage to know. There's a certain amount of money you you have to make 
uh, uh, annually and a certain amount of wealth you have to be worth in order for you to even know when these offers are going to are going to happen. And if you don't have that, you won't know until after. And when I say after, I'm speaking about three to five years later, down the road, you find out this money was spent here. This contract was agreed to here. You get what I'm saying? So you don't just want to follow the money because it's going to, like you said, it's going to put you behind yeah. the curve and not yeah, in front no, of it. That shouldn't be your sole indicator. Exactly. You exactly. Know, you're going to, um, more than anything, what, what I tend to do is I watch the trends. I watch the trends. I watch the laws. I watch where the way everything is moving. I, I pick up on the keywords, the themes and things like that. Like one thing I can tell you now is, uh, one of the themes and the trends, or what we say over here, they say the new the new wave is within business is is eco. Anything yes. that's environmentally friendly, that's the wave. That's ESG. gonna make money. Yeah, that's the term mm-hmm. they got for it, ESG. You know, mm-hmm. anything that's dealing with that, that's that's the future. You understand? Mm-hmm. And so that's more so than anything. If you paying attention and you know what where they're going in the future and what the future is to hold, then mm-hmm. you, you take that as an indicator and you combine that with seeing where the money go. And now you look, you, you got a winning combination. And truth be told, anybody that finds themselves, say you're a believer in the Bible, that's oh, one yeah. thing that we got on our on our side. We know the future because the Bible tells us the future. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible is the only book that's going to give you the prophecy. It's telling you the way it's going. So if you mm-hmm. can outline in the scripture, well, okay, yeah, these things have to happen in order for the market of the beast to come into play, in order mm-hmm. for them to implement this, yeah, it's going to have to be some kind of digital identity control system that is in place. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anything that's dealing with digital identity and all that, that's going to make money. That's going to make money. Oh, right. hey, it's going to have to be some type of cashless system in place, you know what I'm saying, which means the economy is going to have to fall. Okay, so digital currencies. Okay, cool. That's going to make money, you know, and you go from there, you know, like, listen, just, listen, <laughs> look, you, uh, there's got to be some sort of one world government. So now you're going to be looking for a currency that's crossing international boundaries. You see? Mm-hmm. So that's how that thing rolls. But go ahead, Zara. Hold on. Can y'all, can y'all okay. hear me? Because I want to unmute. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me, Ra? Right. Is he saying something? Because I don't hear nothing. Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, you can't hear him? Yeah, yeah I hear him now. There you go. Okay. But yeah, that's um that's typically how that's that's like our approach. You know, mm-hmm. it's the it's the Bible first. And mm-hmm. that's the, yeah. that's the that's where you're gonna de- derive the majority of your wisdom. You see what I'm saying? Because we, we got an insight as to what the future holds and where things have to go. And now all you got to do is be able to look at the trends and identify it. You look at the trends and you can identify, you can see that, you know, and then you look and say, okay, huh, I see the money is moving in that direction, you know. And then if we talk about crypto, okay, even more so, what kind of community is built up around this? You know, because for anything, for any kind of network to survive, you know, it's going to need a community of people. You know, even you know you got the organization that's building it out, but even more so, the community of people that's behind it and that's supporting it, then they're going to make it just that much more better. Because now they're going to mm-hmm. build these add-ons, these third-party attachments that's going to mm-hmm. help make it that much more. You understand? And so, 
with this type of uh, mythology, this is how we've been able to, like I said, identify certain cryptos that, man, that so far, man, it, it has definitely helped us to be able to to uh, invest properly, you know, and, and see see good returns on that. You know, mm -hmm. and again, we're, we're not even really doing this just so we can be like, okay, huh, I got this as soon as he hit, I'm going to cash it out and I'm good. No, this again, this is just like a nest egg. We, I want to be able to set it and forget it and just watch it grow because I know eventually one day the time is going to come where I'm going to need that, you know, mm -hmm. where I'm going to have to utilize that in a, in a way that, um, like I said, the world will probably be a lot different than what it is now because, like I said, we can already see things moving in that direction. You know, okay, so, so I want to take some questions from the audience because we got a lot of questions that have been coming in. Uh, mm -hmm. Before I do that, I just got one simple question I want to ask you two brothers. I mean, uh, you know, let, can I can I borrow a digital dollar? A digital dollar, we <laughs> got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> let me hold some. A digital dollar, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. I feel like if I had one of y'all yeah. dollars, you know what I'm saying? It'd be worth it. But, uh, oh, so it, man. Questions that the listeners are asking, right? One of the questions that came up a couple of times was about hackers, because we're dealing with you know technology and digital currency. So, are, do you have any understanding on the role that hackers would play, or how you protect yourself from hackers, or is that a concern that someone should uh, you know have when dealing with digital currency? Yes, I will say it is a concern, you know. Um, but just like with anything, you can you can keep hackers out. You know, long as you know what you're doing, long as you know the steps to take, you know, it's not to say that just because it's digital, that means it's going to be vulnerable and they can get you. No, that's that's not how this thing works. You know, right. Like I said, um, even with for us, with our um, with our digital currencies, uh, when you talk to crypto, you got wallets. All right. They have mm -hmm. these things called digital wallets, you know, and so just like you would carry your wallet in your pocket with your physical money. You know, and you mm -hmm. assume, okay, it's safe because it's on you, you know, or you got your money in the bank and then it's safe because it's in the bank, you know, even though somebody could pickpocket you, you know, and physically take your money or they could break in the bank and physically get your money or safe deposit out of there, you know. So there's always inherent risk. But with the digital wallets, they come in a variety of form factors. All right. Mm -hmm. So if Cadero sends me 100 Bitcoin, you know, from his digital wallet to mine, that can be a digital wallet that I hold on an exchange website, all right, on a website somewhere. That can be a digital wallet that's on my phone, or that can be an actual digital wallet that I have as a, as a physical device that never goes online, all right? It never goes online. It never touches the internet. So therefore, hackers can't get to it. And so that's what we advise, you know, like I said, there are different levels to it. A lot of people have digital online wallets that got their money that they bought on these certain websites. Like when you're buying crypto, most people buy it on exchanges, all right? And that's the, these are these websites where they, they, they sell access to the crypto. They don't really have the crypto themselves. They're just kind of like the middleman, so to speak. Kind of just like if you was to go buy gold, you're going to go to a gold broker. He doesn't mind the gold. He's just the middleman. All right. And so um, even when you're going to go by the domain name, like you spoke of before, you go to GoDaddy or Namecheap, they're, they're not, they don't really make the domains. They're just the middleman for it. All right. So you have these certain websites that sell these crypto, quote unquote, they're the middleman. And when you buy them from them, they have wallets. You have a wallet that 
holds it online. You know, you can leave it on there. And for the most part, most of these websites are generally safe. But again, because it's online, there's always inherent risk with that. Because with that, you know, you got hackers got all kinds of techniques. They got one of the one of the main ones that they're going to use is phishing. All right. Now, phishing mm-hmm. is something that um, it's, it's like, say, for instance, I'm basically going to get you to compromise yourself. I might send you an email that say, hey, you know, your your Apple account has been locked. Please click this link to unlock it. And you click on it and now you gave me access to your computer. Now I can go on your computer and get your website passwords, you know, or maybe, for instance, you signed up for a particular website, SonyPlayStation.com, and you got an account and they get hacked. And they get hacked, and now they got your email from there along with your password. Well, because you use the same password on everything else online, all they got to do is just go try your email on a cryptocurrency website and try their password. And if they go in and they see you got a wallet, hey, now they got a winner. All right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is how these things work. So, again, I'm just showing you the vulnerability of keeping things online when you don't have to. All right? One thing I want to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Oh, now, the next thing is... You can keep it on your phone, digital wallet. You know what I'm saying? Now, some would say that's a little bit more secure. And in essence, I would say that because you control your phone. But at the same time, phones can get hacked. Phones can get viruses. Some or some platforms more than others. All right. So, again, um, like I said, that's a that's a higher level of security, I would say. But the highest is an offline hardware wallet, which is where we choose to hold majority of our crypto. You know, if we got any other cryptocurrency that's online, it's strictly online because that's where we bought it and we have yet to move it to a hardware wallet. But a hardware wallet is pretty secure. You know, mm. the only way somebody could get in your hardware wallet is you would have to give them the information to get into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I want to say also, Rock, is that um, uh, the, with the, uh, to the hacker, to the hacker question, that so long as your aptitude, uh, if if so long as your aptitude is increasing proportionally to the amount of money that you're purchasing, you should be okay. Generally speaking, you would be just fine. But if you're buying more money than you're learning about, and when I say money, I'm speaking about uh, cryptocurrencies. If you're buying more than you're learning, then you're asking uh, to become a liability, right? So if you if you, you you learn about the cryptocurrencies, you learn about exchanges and the differences between uh, the ways of storing your funds, you'll be just fine, right? But you have you, this current, the, the current society causes people to lag behind technology. As an example, um, people are buying these uh, these televisions and these uh, um, these um, refrigerators and these um, lights and this security system that, that that all operates wirelessly, all of it. And they're opening their family up to all types of security risks. Uh, and not to be, I, I know this is a very family-oriented show, God, Family, and Nation. So I'm going to be very PG about this. There was a brother, um, of course, he was uh, of the pale variety. By that, I mean he was a Caucasoid. But this brother was, um, was in a situation in his room. And this situation involved intimacy. And this level of intimacy involved a cage that he had locked himself in. This cage was hooked to the internet and a hacker was able to ransom him to himself and said, listen, I'll let you out of this cage, 
when you send this amount of money, this amount of Bitcoin or whatever to this address. Oh my goodness. So this brother had to, either he was going to sit in that cage, you know, skinning and grinning, uh, or he was going to send that money so he can get out that cage that he himself had hooked to the internet. Now, maybe he was doing some on some sort of website where, you know, they have these, uh, uh, these, the, you know, these websites where people do certain things and, you know, you can watch them on the camera and, you know, pay for access. Yeah. Whatever his situation was, a, a hacker was watching and locked him in his own cage. In order for him to get out, he had to pay his ransom for himself, you know? So that's really important. So a, as, you're, as, as you begin to purchase cryptocurrencies, so long as your aptitude increases with application, you will be just fine. You'll be fine. There's not, I know it feels like it's this whole wide new world and there's so many predators out here and we're just prey. That's not the case. That's not the case. You know, if you were a prey, you're the kind of prey that can grow fangs, that can grow horns, you know, mm. you get what I'm saying? Yourself. And defend yourself. Yeah. And it don't even take, it don't take no black belt. You know, like Zora mm. was saying, uh, you got many different forms of wallet. What kind you want? Understand that some wallets offer more security than others. Some wallets offer more privacy than others. Some wallets connect to the internet, some don't, right? And so we stick with the ones that offer us the most uh, security, uh, identity protection, and uh, and don't necessarily require us to connect to the internet in order for us to store our funds. So that's, that's to, right. to, to address the hacker, and, the hacker I, question. I'll say this too uh, before you go, Ryan. Uh, right now, we're in the process of uh, building and putting together a website that kind of entails a lot of this information in regards to cryptocurrency, you know, and it will have just a lot of the basic things that you need to know based on our experience on if you're interested in getting cryptocurrency, what to look at, you know, what to pay attention to, where to go. Um, what's the best wallet to get for this or the best wallet for that. We're going to have all of that inside of, on the website, you know. That way, you know, it'll serve as a, at least a starting point, you know, to kind of, or, or another reference point for some of you, you know, in order to for you to kind of make your decision on how you want to do things. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that, that kind of addressed the, the, other, the next question anyway. So, uh, listen, we got to wrap this up, man, because this is I see now that, you know, this will keep going on and on. And mm. it's so much information. So we probably are going to have to come back and, you know, and, and address this again. If you, mm-hmm. if you brothers would be willing to grace us with your presence again. All praises, huh? And the father uh, say the same. And, and, and probably some other, you know, some we're going to some more information, man. But I'm saying I really, really appreciate y'all. And I just want to. um Right now, I give you guys the you know closing thoughts. You know, y'all want anything else? Like, you know, how can people contact you? Um, do you, you know any platforms that you want to share with the listeners? And uh, you know, I appreciate it, man, for real. So, uh, final I, thoughts I, for I, me, man. The, yeah, yes, sir. Is um just if you guys take anything from from this show, uh, two things: uh, preparation and act. You know, you, you see what's coming. Um, Prepare yourself for what's coming and act upon what's coming. You know, that's that's the one thing. I really want to call people to action. Uh, don't sit and wait uh, for forced compliance uh, and don't don't become complacency. We had a saying when we, when I was in the Army, and it's that uh, complacency kills, right? The gun may kill you. The bomb may kill you. A grenade could kill you. 
an enemy vehicle could run you over. But the thing that kills you the most is complacency, right? Uh, lulling yourself into a false sense of security and therefore you relax your guard and your awareness. And so if you take anything from this show, understand that complacency uh, will and is killing us right now. So if you have the, 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 the ability to act, to begin to learn, to start doing what you need to do, I would advise that you, um, that you execute. And if you want to email me, um, you can email me at uh, Cordero, E-D-A, at yahoo.com. Cordero, my first name is K-O-R-D as in Delta, A-R-O, E-D-A, at yahoo.com. And that's all I got, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, brother, for gracing us with the time. And I know we went well over the time that we had spoke about, and I really appreciate it. Um, because I think it was very edifying. I think people are gonna learn a lot from this. So and mm-hmm. we are going to um upload this probably next week. I think mm-hmm. next week or week after now, I'm not sure. But uh we you know, we every Monday we put out a new episode. So you guys are listening to this live and this will go up, I believe, next Monday. So um once again, I just appreciate you. So brother Zarah, uh closing thoughts. Um yeah. As far as for me, I don't, I don't really have no contact information that I put out there like that. Like you know, the best way to get to me is gonna be through God, Family, and Nation. You know, they always gonna have uh, a direct link to me. You know, but I would want to say, um, piggyback it off off what the brother Cadero said. I wanna um, tell the people, man, to to take a sense of urgency with what's going on right now. You know, they're they're literally changing everything about the way you live right in front of your eyes. You know, don't um don't don't be lax, don't get comfortable. You know, uh, we're we're most definitely moving into that time where it talks about where you have to be like pilgrims in that day. You know, so um and if you if you in the scriptures you understand what I'm saying, you know, uh even more so if you borderline on wondering or struggling with your belief in the Bible or your belief in Christ, know that that's the absolute that has to happen. There is no um, negotiating on that, you know, and that will see you through ultimately no matter what. Whether or not you're able to break down and understand scriptures do not matter. Whether or not you're able to even um, obtain cryptocurrencies do not matter. As long as you have Christ, you understand, you will get through this, but it's going to take for you to do the due diligence and put in the effort to link in with the most high and stick closely to the scriptures, you know, get to the basics, follow the laws, the statutes and commandments, and the most high will guide you with the rest. All right. So other than that, that's all I got, man. Peace and blessings and everybody that listens and hears this. Oh man. Thank you so much. And for those listening, um, you know, we're actually relatively new to Podbean. We just started using Podbean. Most of our podcasts are already done. We probably got close to a hundred, maybe more podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash GFN. You can also email us at godfamilynation at keemail.me. That's godfamilynation at K-E-E-M-A-I-L dot M-E. You can follow us on Instagram at God Family Nation 144. We're also on Facebook at God Family Nation. And you, we're also on YouTube. You can go to YouTube and type in God Family Nation as one word, all lowercase, with no, uh, no spaces. 
because if you type it with spaces, other channels will come up. Ours is all it's all one word, God Family Nation on YouTube. And you can message us on any of these uh platforms. You can email us, you can actually voice message on anchor.fm forward slash gfn. You can send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. So uh, that's that's ways you guys can contact us and you know we really appreciate you guys yeah, listening man. in and we appreciate your feedback thank you so much this, and people you have been know, listening to you know, God Foundation is it an organization no is it something you can join nah God Foundation is your way of life first God made the family Family made the nation take this concept and embrace it. Let's see how far we can take it. We can make it to the other side to see our brothers rise, receive the prize and the love that comes in the mother's eyes. I-O-N, can I go in? What I'm asking my Messiah on judgment when my life ends? It's G of N, from my soul to my skin. From young to old men, how many souls can we win? This been the mission, the word of God is my equipment. This song, the hook, so if you listening, then I'm fishing. Make your decision, I hope to God that we get it. I'm speaking to my people, have my partners think I'm tripping. His grace sufficient, just having faith can make the difference. Take it day by day and be consistent. Self-examination, patience, praying while we waiting. G of N is more than just a statement. It's God family nation.